Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. and pageantry of college football lives here. This is the Paul Feinbaum Show, Hour 3 Podcast. This might be college football. Yeah, welcome back. Great to have all of you here. The second half of the program, a number of guests already, and we will get right to your phone calls now. And Melvin is in South Carolina. Hello, Melvin. Uh, good afternoon, Paul. Hey there. Uh, how are you today? We're doing great. Thank you so much. Actually, I'm just visiting South Carolina. I'm uh, looking out the window, uh, watching uh, the waves come in. Oh, wonderful. Uh, okay. Uh, ben, uh, I'm not a uh, user of social media. In fact, I have uh, the Internet turned off on my cell phone because of all the interruptions and disruptions and everything this world's come to. But uh, I'm just an, an avid sports fan of all sports, actually, uh, mostly uh, south of the Mason-Dixon line, I'll say. Uh, I'm an avid sports fan, but uh, uh, and I'm a former restaurant manager. <laughs> You're my kind of and, man. Uh, okay, well, uh Needless to say, I have kind of a different point of view on this thing, on the the NIL. My thing is it's it's a national intent to learn, national invitational lottery, or is there a lottery going to form a lottery for the coaches or the NCAA or for uh, Disney, you know, for all that goes, you know, and – I, I feel like at times that all the people in control uh, don't actually remember where control comes from, but all the, the sports fanatics out there that are so intense on on everything that's going around with their their favorite school or university, you know, all they're doing is damaging their state and damaging the athletes. And that's who this is all about. And you, we might as well get back to backyard football and let the coaches, the top 100 coaches, regardless of where they're at and what school they're affiliated with or conference, start choosing teams. Because that's what it's going to become, either, either that or the NFL. And if you're an NFL player and you dropped out of college, can you go back and play football? And uh, can, can you go back and play college football with these new NIL rules? Uh, I think everybody just needs to slow down and just remember that it is, it is just a game. These are just sports. You know, we need to remember how long ago sports were evolved and created. You know, the different sports and 
we just need to to slow down. Uh, I'm 71, and you know, I'm I'm sitting here in in my uh, apartment looking that I've rented, and I'm looking at a, a rotary phone over here that's been disconnected from the wall. And you know what? We we need to. We don't need uh, speed dial. We don't need cell phones. We need to to slow down and and learn what life's all about and how to treat each other. And I think if we do that and learn how to respect each other, then everything will will solve itself. And you know, this year is leap year, and I'm hoping on February 29th that something drastic will happen with either politic politics or sports or and and the world in general that will will make uh hopefully everyone and I hope it's something good and not something bad. I hope it will make everyone stop and look around and uh look up. Look up and look up looking up is not north, by the way. Uh but I think we need to um, take a deep breath. Well, Melvin, that, that is really uh, that is great advice. Thank you for sharing that with us. I really do appreciate it. Legend is up next. What's going on, my friend? How are you, buddy? Excuse me for a second, Legend. I need to take a deep breath. <laughs> I think you need a deep breath and a drink, brother. After Man. the first two hours oh, of this show, I, I don't think this. I don't think those first two hours will make the uh, the Emmy reel. Do you? No, I don't think they're going into the firebomb hall of fame <laughs> by any matter. You know. You know, it really pisses me off. People that call this show, they go on social media and talk bad about the show. And I'm not talking about people that quit. I guess if you quit, you have a right to. But, I mean, you've got a group of callers, Paul, male callers. They fall into three categories. One, first category is those that don't talk ball, <coughs> Jim. Then the second category is those that don't know ball, <coughs> I man. Then the third category is those that don't have balls, Paul. I mean, you got some of the stupidest callers in the whole world. It's just pathetic, man. We need to start cutting some folks, Paul, bringing some folks up from AAA or something. It's time to start cutting some folks, man. <laughs> no, I, I agree. Uh, and, and rarely does it really uh, affect me, but uh, our first three calls today were Miss Pat, Daryl, and Bash. Yep. You got. You I mean, got at, at least no. we, I, I thought we had Dwayne on hold, but he hung up too quickly. Yeah, you got Daryl, no, no balls. Rash, I mean, Bass, no balls. I mean, come on, dudes. Y'all come up with some material. I mean, y'all need y'all need to either shut up or stop calling every day and think about what the hell you're saying. You really do. Hey, Paul, I'm going to give you three reasons why I'm going to hate the Super Bowl on Sunday. Okay. Three reasons. Reason number one, Patrick Mahone's wife. <laughs> <laughs> You don't like Brittany, huh? 
I can't take it, Paul. Why is this woman on the sideline every game before the start of the game kissing her husband? You're going to do good today, baby. You're going to do good today, baby. Do good today, baby. I mean, come on, man. I, I watch football not for some sideshow that they turn every Kansas City Chiefs game into, Paul. I mean, where's the offensive lineman, big girl? Why ain't she out there hugging her man, telling him, get down in the trenches today? Where's the little kicker's wife? Why ain't she patting him on the butt out there, Paul, telling him, kick it straight today, kick it straight today? I mean, I'm sick of seeing this. I really am. That's that's the number one thing I'm going to hate about this Super Bowl. The second thing is the overexposure of Patrick Mahomes and Travis Kelsey, Paul. I mean, every damn commercial is going to be either Patrick Mahomes or Travis Kelsey. Every commercial is going to be that. He's either going to be in a bathtub, bumping chest with some insurance guy, or eating a tater chip, both of them. They're the two most overexposed athletes of the entire game. I used to like the Kansas City Chiefs before I had to, every sport event I watched, I had to watch these two guys religiously. I mean, it's just overexposure, and I'm sick of it. I really am. And the third thing, I am not no Swifty. You can keep Taylor Swift. I'll be so glad when she stops showing up again. I, I was hoping the Chiefs to get beat by Baltimore. I really was, but I knew better. But I think San Francisco probably beat them by 20. But every time every time Travis Kelsey makes a damn catch, they got to show her up there trying to hide from the camera. And it's really disgusting. It's not football at all. It's some kind of bachelorette show. The announcers get wrapped up in it. They get totally away from the game talking about this crap. I wish they keep this crap off the, off the football games entirely. It makes me want to vomit every time I watch the crap. Now, Paul, oh, Dalton Connect last night at 30. That dude bad, Eddie. I told you, he's bad. But, hey, Alabama got stalled last night. We got the hell beat out of us, but that's all right. That's all right. But, uh. Who you like in the Super Bowl, Paul? Well, you 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 forced me into picking the 49ers. <laughs> <laughs> I can't take it, Paul. It's like the damn bachelorette every time. No, I no, I, ball, I, uh, I I am not I I am not going to interrupt. Uh, I mean, I'm I have a different view of, of Taylor. Um, I actually. Oh, you a Swifty? You well, a Swifty? Yeah, I, I am. I, and and it, it's not for for some of the more obvious reasons, but I, re- you know me, I'm a little on the on the weird side when it comes to uh, being a writer and, and create being creativity. And I really do admire her mind when it comes to songwriting. And I think she is, without a doubt, one of the great performers uh, I've ever seen. I know. I see it every football game. Well, I'm, I'm, not, I'm talking about what she. Uh, I admire somebody that can go on stage for three and a half hours uh, and do what she does. And and I, I think she's in a league of her own in that regard. Now, the whole thing with Kelsey, I, I don't know anything about it. I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm naive enough to believe that they really care for each other, but you probably will laugh at that. Well, I mean, I wish him all the luck. Well, you know, I, I, hey, 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 legend. I mean, I believe that Hillary and Bill loved each other, too, at the, at the time. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man, Monica Whiskey going to get mad at you. You know that Monica's bad right there. That Monica's bad right there. She still got pictures. You know, somebody asked me about Nick Saban becoming part of game day and said, uh, what's going to happen, legend, every time Nick picks against Alabama in a game? 
I said, every time Nick picks against Alabama, I'm taking a fat head down off the wall. <laughs> yeah, I forgot about that. I, I didn't ask uh, the bosses whether – I mean, if, if he – you know, he's in a tough spot there because he's got car dealerships in Alabama. Yeah, he better not pick against Alabama. Even if we are 10-point underdog, we, he better not pick against Alabama. Hey, Paul, you see what James Cook said if uh, – the only reason Alabama got in the playoffs was because the playoffs really oh, knew that uh, oh. Nick Saban was retiring. I did see that. That uh, I, I I thought it was I thought it was, he was trying out for uh, Trevor Noah's job when he said that. Yeah, that's the most pathetic statement I ever heard in my life. Try beating Alabama, Georgia. That's how you get in the playoffs. That's the most pathetic statement. Of course, coming from a Buffalo Bill player, I'm not surprised he would make a <laughs> statement like that. But try beating Alabama, then coming up with an excuse to make your way into a playoff. Talking about you would have won it if you got in. That's like saying that the Detroit Lions had a coach that wasn't a dummy. They would have won it. He'd have kicked the field goal and went up 17 and shoved his analytics up his butt. I mean, that's like saying, you know, Baltimore is a better team than Kansas City. They should be in the Super Bowl. That's just a dumb comment, James Cook. We beat that dog ass, and we put you in your place. Nick Saban's little baby. He's that daddy still on the game day thing. Paul, I'm going to enjoy the Super Bowl, but every time Travis Kelsey, every time his girlfriend's on, and every time they show Patrick Mahomes' wife, I'm changing the damn channel. Legend out. If you can tell me what's on opposite the Super Bowl worth watching, please. Uh, we'll take a short break. We have much more to come here on a Thursday afternoon. You're listening to the Paul Feinbaum Show podcast. Is your schedule too packed to see a doctor about your erectile dysfunction? Well, with Hims, now you can get treated for ED without stepping foot outside your door. They're changing men's health care by providing access to affordable sexual health treatments from the comfort of your couch. Hims provides access to doctor-trusted ED treatment options such as chewable hard mints, brand name treatments like Viagra, or generic alternatives for up to 95% cheaper. The process is simple and entirely online. Just answer a series of questions and a medical provider will determine the right treatment option. If prescribed, your medication ships to you free. No insurance needed. So what are you waiting for? Join the hundreds of thousands of trusted HIMSS subscribers and get treated. Start your free online visit today at hymns.com slash Paul. That's H-I-M-S dot com slash Paul for your personalized ED treatment options. Hymns.com slash Paul. Hard mints are chewable compounded products which are not approved by or verified for safety or effectiveness by the FDA. Prescriptions require an online consultation with a healthcare provider who will determine if appropriate. Restrictions apply. See website for details and important safety information. Subscription required. Price varies on product and subscription plan. This podcast is proud to be supported by Jets Pizza, the number one pick in Detroit-style pizza. Why? It's simple. Jets is better. With the thickest, crispiest, cheesiest Detroit-style pizza in the country, there's no competition. Right now, get $5 off any eight-corner pizza with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Go to JetsPizza.com to learn more and find a location near you. Again, try Jet's signature eight-corner pizza and get $5 off with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Jet's Pizza. Better because it has to be. And welcome back. I, w- I want to address something that happened here yesterday uh, involving uh, Kirk Herbstreet. Uh, there was a caller that asked about this story from rivals that uh, accused, uh, I think it was Dylan Riola's father, uh, who had accused or had mentioned that Herbstreet helped flip Riola from 
Georgia to Nebraska. Originally, I think he was thinking about Ohio State as well. Anyway, uh, we reacted to that, didn't know really anything more than what the caller said. It created a bit of a buzz, and uh, we are going to have uh, Herb Street on here in a couple of minutes and give his side of the story, which uh, we always want. And uh, we said that uh, we, we, we said yesterday that was something that was important and it will happen here in a couple of moments. Dwayne is up next in Louisiana. Hello, Dwayne. Good afternoon. Hey, this, hey, this, this is Hugh Hepler. I just, I just came back out the grave. Hey, legend, you right, legend. Uh, Brittany, nobody want to know about uh, that, brain, that, that boy, that boy, that boy, that boy, that woman, something else. Yeah, nobody don't like no Kansas City Chief. Yeah, you right, Legend. I agree with Legend on that one. Hey, I'm Paul, what you think? Nobody worry about no Taylor Swift. Huh? You like Taylor Swift, you. You dance like her? Huh? I, I don't Paul? dance well at all, but if I could, I would. <laughs> you know, you know. You don't dance? You don't I, dance I, I in mean, the mirror? My dancing would, uh, would not draw 90,000 people to an arena. It would have me committed. You'll be singing in the shower. You'll be, you be hitting that high note. Uh, yeah, I do, I do most of my singing when, uh, when I'm running. <laughs> hey, hey, yeah, your caller, Bash. Hey, he a bum. Bash a bum. A bum? I got to say, say something about a Bash. Bum? He a bum. That Bash a bum. You know that. What do you want to call and ask you what you want to talk about? <laughs> Uh, Paul, we ask you, Paul, what you want to talk about, huh? Hey, I, 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 I never want to get in your way. Uh, <laughs> oh, is that is that what, is that what? Yeah. So Bash called in earlier. Um, and I want to ask you what you want to talk about. Yeah, I'm trying to be nice to the guy. I mean, I'm taking mercy. <laughs> you should have hung up on him. Well, I should you have. You should have hung up on him when he said that, Paul. You know, as uh, as, as as Jim from Tuscaloosa always says. The old fine bomb or the younger fine bomb would have done that, but this this old version of him is just a relic. Yeah, you sure? Yeah, you can. You lose yeah. the steps, man. Yeah, hey, you, man, you, you can tell. Your, you can hey. tell that it's the beginning of the end has arrived. When hey, I Paul, when, I check this. Yeah. Hey, Mr. Paul, check this out, Mr. Paul. You know, I work in the oil field. You know, right. I've been in the oil field almost thirty years now. Do wild now. I got about four more years before I retire, but I might retire before that because all these Mexicans coming over here. Okay, and hey, jobs, hey, D- Dwayne, 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 <laughs> slow down, okay? It's true. <laughs> yeah, well, again, that's your pro. I mean, we'll deal with that some other time. Okay, Dominic uh, from Pittsburgh wants to uh, say something to the audience. Go ahead, uh, Dominic. Dominic, you there? Oh, hey, Paul, I just wanted to call and apologize for my joke. I just looked it up on Google, and my parents just got home and said it wasn't appropriate, and I'm not allowed to call for a little bit. Okay. Well, uh, it, by the way, I said it later, Dominic. I should have interrupted you because I, I knew better. I knew there was a, there, there, well, you were probably going down a bad road, but I, uh, I just kind of stood here and let, let you do it. So don't tell your parents. Yeah, I didn't know what it tell meant. Your, tell your parents the person to blame is me, not you. But uh, I knew better. You didn't. So you know what that means? If you can't call for a while, that means I can't do the show for a while. Hmm. Tell your parents it's, it's okay. Will you pass that along? Yep. Okay. Apologies are far more important than uh, 
you've already said you've, you've learned your lesson. Move on. Thank you for the call. Thank you very, very much. Sheila is up next. I couldn't help myself, Paul. Paul, so fine. You know, I don't repeat calls. I want everybody to get a chance, but I am with legend of all people. The legend, I'm so over it. Can't we get right back down to football? I mean, this is what's happening. Now, Sheila, Sheila, hold on a second. I'm not going to sit here like a like a like a potted (laughs) plant. Here's the deal. How could I understand the coverage is, is over the top? But during the game, are you telling me watching a game and seeing a one second shot of Taylor Swift in her box is is interrupting the flow of the game? Well, this is what's happening. I love Taylor Swift. She's sweet. But guess what's happened? The publicist has stepped in. So they're now saying, okay, have you noticed her lipstick got redder? So when the shot hits her, we can see her also Mahone's wife as well, now the bestie. Yeah, I mean, that's a little I bit. Mean, uh, I mean, I'll, I'll, I'll agree with you. That's a little over the top. Um, but this is a new, you got to remember something about Taylor Swift. Mm-hmm. Football's I new like to her. her. She, I love her. She, football is new to her. She's in the early but, stages. So this is like a big deal. Uh, and so I'm, I, don't, I don't think it really matters. I mean, yeah, I mean, all uh, the fact that all this ancillary coverage is annoying, but it does, I, I, all we're talking about is the actual game. Well, legend, I agree with. Who runs down? Even the college girls don't run down and give their guy a kiss. Like no, no. That. I mean that. But but uh, by the way, I don't know about that though, because I mean I, I was on the I was on the field at the Rose Bowl, and I uh, saw. I'm not going to mention any names. I saw a lot of entourages, uh, <laughs> you know, walking around. Uh, it happens in college ball too. Well, it does, but what I'm saying is I, I think we want to focus on the game. And it is – and, you know, you said something very poignant. I didn't think about it. She is new to football, because, but she's used to fan base. Oh, she yeah. She loves it and she's great. But, you, but you, Sheila, you know this. Anybody that's in that well, arena, are, they're always interested in how other people react. And, and she's the biggest star in the world, and she's going, hey, uh, as big as I am, uh, I'm playing Tokyo tonight. I'm not as big as the Super Bowl. Yeah, but it's a good spin. I like it. But I'm with Legend. All the other stuff, like, Brittany, come on. You're not Taylor. Let it go. Give me the one-second shot. It's a Super Bowl. And, you know, it's like I'm just over it. And I loved your Bill and Hillary comment. I thought they were in love, too. (laughs) (laughs) I'll never forget, Sheila. Funny funny story. Um, I'll, I'll tell you a funny story. George Stephanopoulos was on a book tour the day that story broke in Birmingham and mm-hmm. he was booked for our program. And I asked him, I said, uh, <laughs> George, I, I said, this story just came out about uh, Monica Lewinsky. Uh, and you know, this is a guy that has spent years with Bill Clinton. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Anybody that spent five minutes with Bill Clinton knew who he was. He was fresh. Yeah, exactly. And, I, and I've, I've gotten to know the president, and he's, he's a big, big college football fan and basketball fan, as you know. Anyway. Yeah. So I asked Stephanopoulos, I said, uh, how would you, what is your reaction? I mean, you worked in the White House. He said, this is shocking. He said, no one loves their wife more than Bill Clinton and, and, and Hillary and Bill. And, and this is just not, there's just no way this could be true. And I, I said, well, thanks so much, uh, George. Good luck with the book tour. And I mean, that's how that's how big of a con that was. Sheila, thanks for the call. We have a uh, take a break. 
We have Kirk Herbstreit coming up next. Uh, we will hear from him, him from the first time about uh, the comments from Dylan Raiola's father, Kirk, joining us right after this. This podcast is proud to be supported by Jets Pizza, the number one pick in Detroit-style pizza. Why? It's simple. Jets is better. With the thickest, crispiest, cheesiest Detroit-style pizza in the country, there's no competition. Right now, get $5 off any eight-corner pizza with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Go to jetspizza.com to learn more and find a location near you. Again, try Jets' signature eight-corner pizza and get $5 off with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Jets Pizza. Better because it has to be. Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. You're listening to the Paul Feinbaum Show podcast. And welcome back. Uh, appreciate uh, all of you here. Uh, yesterday, a story came up uh, from a caller about something the caller had heard in relation to uh, Dylan Raiola's father. Uh, having made some comments in relation to a conversation he had with Kirk Herbstreit. The impression many had was that Kirk Herbstreit had, had helped to flip Riola from Georgia to Nebraska. Uh, we did not, uh, we obviously, when we were talking about it, did not know uh, Kirk's side of the story, and we uh, hope to, to, to do that right now. Kirk Herbstreit joining us. Kirk, thank you very much. I know uh, you probably have better things to do these days than answer uh, allegations that you're out there in, in the midst of recruiting, but we appreciate you coming on to, to hear your side of yeah. the story. Yeah, I, I was surprised to hear um, a lot of that. I, Andy uh, Staples ended up calling me last night and really kind of shed some light on it. I didn't really realize it, that it had become a thing. Um, and then I saw the interview that Dom did, and I, I thought it's really not the whole story, so I thought it'd be good for me to – at least explain the truth or what really happened from my perspective. I don't follow recruiting. I, I, I know who Dylan Rayola is for obvious reasons, um, but I really don't follow. I, I saw him actually at the Georgia Ole Miss game, a game that, that I called and game day was at. I saw him on the sideline maybe a month earlier. And so when his dad called me to, to kind of just talk about um, what Dylan was going through, I just assumed, I mean, they, they moved down there for his senior year to, to play, I think, at one of the high schools near that area. And I just assumed he was throwing for six touchdowns a night and every Friday and business was going good for him and he was going to go to Georgia and the rest was history. I, I didn't really know much about what was going on. And then when he told me that uh, they were maybe having some other thoughts and they he was basically just calling me to get my opinion on who Matt Rule was and what I thought about him as a, as a coach. By the way, I get calls like that from people all the time. And um, my question to you or anybody is if, if somebody, and I know Dom, we're not great friends, but I know him pretty well. When, when somebody calls and says, what do you think of Matt Rule? And you like Matt Rule. Are you supposed to say Matt Rule is a bad guy? Matt Rule is an idiot? Matt Rule is a bad coach? 
Or do you say, I like Matt Rule. I think Matt Rule's a good coach. I don't know. I, I think he did a nice job at Temple, and he did a nice job at Baylor. I know it didn't work out at Carolina, but my take on it was that he was he's a pretty good coach. And, that, that was, and, then, and then the other part of it that he said was that I think the family legacy, I think he mentioned he had a brother that was a, an assistant coach at Nebraska. And, of course, Dom was a great player there himself, All-American. And I think it sounded like the family, out of respect for their love for Nebraska, that they were really torn is what it, he made it sound like. And I just thought I could, you know, being a guy that went to Ohio State and a lot of it had to do with my dad, I just said, wow, that, you know, the fact that your, your son can go to any school, uh, Georgia, Alabama, Ohio State, you name any school, any powerhouse that's competing for national titles, and because of his respect for his own dad, He's, he's thinking about maybe going to Nebraska, a place that hasn't competed for national titles in over 20 years. That, that, that says a lot about who the kid is as far as what he wants to do. It's not just about playing with, with great players and trying to go to the NFL. You know, he's thinking a little bit more about it because of maybe the way he grew up in that house and, and the way they, they love Nebraska. So I just said, wow, that, that's a powerful thing if, if he ended up doing that. But I, I of course, did not – sell Nebraska and try to tell anybody not to go to Georgia. That's the most ridiculous thing that I, anybody would do. That's not familiar with, with uh, anybody's recruiting, but I did compliment Matt rule. If I'm guilty of anything, I said that Matt rule is a good coach and he's a good man. And I, I believe he will bring Nebraska back the way he did temple and Baylor. So if I'm wrong for doing that, I, I apologize, but I wasn't, trying to sell Nebraska to anybody, and I wasn't trying anybody to ever leave Georgia. Why would I ever tell anybody to leave Georgia? Like, Georgia is now, as we've talked about for the last couple of years, they, they've become the bar in the sport. And I love Kirby, and Kirby and I have a great relationship. So that that's kind of silly that I would ever do that. Ever hear me talk about Georgia on the air? You ever heard me talk, do their games? I have nothing but positive things to say about Georgia like I do almost every team uh, in the country. So um, I, I, I'm not really sure where, where this came from other than just people jumping to conclusions or, or possibly um, just trying to create trouble. Is all I, but I, I, honestly, all I did was compliment Matt Rule and tell him that, that he's a good guy. And, and I guess I would ask people, like I said earlier, should I have said Matt Rule's a turd? He's a bad guy? Don't, don't go to Nebraska. Matt Rule's terrible. And if I don't believe that, I, I, I think Matt Rule's a good guy. So that's, that's what I said. We're, we're chatting with Kirk Herbstreit about uh, our, our controversy that uh, probably should not have ever been a controversy. But, but, Kirk, that is the way of the world, and you know it, because uh, yeah. you're, you're oh, yeah. been, you've been out there plenty uh, talking to fans. Yeah, I mean, I, I, I understand that part of it. I, I, I guess you've been doing this how many years now? So long I can't remember when it started. <laughs> I've been I've been on College Game Day for 28 years, and you know you you have to have opinions on these shows, um, you know. And when you have opinions, you're gonna you're gonna upset people on the other side of opinions, and I that's been happening for a long time. But in this world of broadcasting, as it changes, and people are, are in these shows where they like to yell things and and and, and kind of stand on top of a table and, and make comments. I don't do that. Like I, I just, I do a lot of research 
and I give you my opinion. And I, if you don't like it, I'm, it's okay that you don't like it, but it, it's never personal. I'm never trying to get a reaction. I'm never poking at anybody. I, I don't have an agenda. I just watch football. I like football. I'm lucky to do something I love to do. I don't have any agenda about the SEC or the Big Ten or the Big 12 or the ACC or my son went to Clemson and now I have a son at all. I, I don't care. If my mom were on a team and I didn't think they were good, I would say I don't think they were very good. Like it's just it's more about the love of the game and the love of my job is what I do. And I understand, you know, because I've done it for 28 years, you're going you're gonna to get people that think because of past predictions or past comments that people think that you're up to something. But I, I can assure you I'm not ever. I just uh, I love what I do and I, I work hard at it. And when you work hard at something, you become pretty passionate uh, about what you do. And that, that's, that's, that's me, you know, but I'm not a guy that stands on top of a table and tries to agitate a fan base. Um, I have recently because after 60 straight days of Florida state fans attacking me and, and my family on, on social media, I decided after 60 straight days to punch back, which was probably a mistake, but I knew it was a mistake when I, while I was doing it, but it felt good after taking so many shots to finally give a couple back. Um, but that's not who I am. And when I get that way, I don't feel good. Like I, it, my soul isn't settled. I'm, I'm more of a guy that likes to, um, if you and I have a disagreement and you and I have over the years, I'm going to reach out to you and I, I want to talk about it, you know, and, and I don't like to be sideways with a fan base. I don't like to um, have people that, you know, misunderstand or, or misconstrue something that I said or that, or that I do. And when I, when that happens, it, there are a lot of guys in my position that don't really care. I do, you know, and um, that's why when I heard all this, I could have just ignored it and moved on, but I, I wanted to make sure people really knew what uh, what really happened on that call. And I don't I didn't know anything about his recruiting before that call. I didn't know anything after, after that call about his recruiting, other than when I read on Twitter that he had gone to Nebraska on a visit, and then he ended up going to Nebraska. And that was it. Like I, Other than that, I, I had no involvement at all of any kind about what he was doing with his recruiting and whether or not he was going to go to Georgia or – before that, I think he was verbal to Ohio State. I had nothing to do with that. I don't get involved in this stuff, you know. But if someone calls me and asks me what I think of a coach, I'm going to give you what I really think, you know. And 99% of the time, I'm probably going to say something positive about the coach because I get along and, and have great relationships with, with all of them. Does this in, 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 the, in the FSU situation, which really did get ugly on, on a number of fronts, uh, does that – affect you chill your your thought process as you go on the air because you have a tremendously large platform uh, both on college and pro football no, no i mean it, it it more um probably bothers me um and, it, and i just wish it wasn't that way i like if i did something that created a negative backlash and i deserved it then that that's something that and that's happened to me in the past. And, that, and that's something that you have to accept, you know, and, and learn from and, and move on. But if you, you get upset because you have an opinion about who a team should be in for the playoff, and that's just an opinion. It doesn't mean it's right. It just 
It's just who you happen to think after watching all the games every week. These are the teams you think. Um, you know, that, that, that's, that, it's okay to say, man, you're crazy. How could you say that? That's fine. But to create a narrative or to attack me personally, that, that's the part I, don't, I just don't uh, agree with. I don't like. I'm not comfortable with, with that part of, of the job. I didn't really ever get into TV for fame. I didn't, I didn't really get into it for social media. I like the social media aspect. I like communicating with fans. Um, but I don't, I don't enjoy the negativity that that's around it, you know? Um, so what, I guess if I'm guilty of something, when it gets like that, I tend to kind of back away um, from communication. I'm glad that I called you. I'm glad that you and I could talk because just even in my own personal life, if I, if I get into a situation where I feel I'm being misrepresented or somebody's kind of uh, not saying things that are truthful and it gets nasty, you know, I, I just don't, I don't deal with that. Well, um, I'm not going to fight. I just usually just avoid that person. Um, so I don't think it affects my broadcasting in any way at all. I mean, I just, I prep and I, I analyze and I give opinions, you know, um, again, and my, my opinions don't have to be right, but they just like you have an opinion or anybody out there has an opinion that that's what they are. So, um, this is un- this is kind of unusual for me, you know. This, this these kind of outbursts from uh, fans. I'm usually the guy that I don't know. I kind of pride myself on trying to be the voice of reason with the sport, really, more than anything. Um, try to think things through pretty thoroughly and and then give a take on them. But um, I know fans are radical and they get fired up. And uh, the fact that this turned into something for the Georgia fans, I'm sorry because I, I love Georgia. I'm, I've always enjoyed going to Athens, and I've never, ever tell a recruit never to go to Georgia. That's that's silly. Um, so hopefully people will hear the truth and, and what it is and and move on to the next thing, whatever the next thing is going to be. Kirk, many thanks for, for coming on and clearing the air. We really appreciate it. Yeah, you got it, man. Have a great week. Thank you very much. Kirk Herbstreet okay. joining us here, uh, setting the record straight on – a controversy that has gotten rather large. We will take a short break, and we're back after this. We all know breakfast is an important part of your day, but sometimes when you're traveling for business, you end up staying at a hotel that doesn't offer any. You know what happens? You grab a cup of coffee and skip the meal entirely. We've all been there. But if you book a room at La Quinta by Wyndham, you can enjoy their free bright side breakfast featuring delicious baked goods, fruit, eggs, yogurt, and waffles. And really, doesn't want to start their day with a fresh hot waffle tonight la quinta tomorrow you shine book direct at lq.com your brain needs support and new ollie brainy chews are a delightful way to take care of your cognitive health made with scientifically backed ingredients like thai ginger l-theanine and caffeine brainy chews support healthy brain function and help you find your focus stay chill or get energized be kind to your mind and get these nootropic chews at ollie.com. That's O-L-L-Y dot These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. You're listening to the Paul Feinbaum Show podcast. Hey, welcome back. Uh, appreciate uh, that clearing the air from Kirk Herbstreit. Let's check in with Diane in Tennessee. Hello, Diane. Hey, Paul, how are you? We are doing great. Thank you. 
Hey, I just wanted to call. That was a great interview with Kirk, uh, by the way. But that's not the reason I called. Um, and I've been listening to all this Taylor Swift stuff, and um, I happen to agree with you. I don't understand all the backlash or why it bothers people so much. I mean, she just does what she does. You know, if, it would be like if back in the day, if Elvis Presley showed up to a ball game, they're going to yeah. show him, you know, because of who he was. Well, and, 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 and by the um, way, uh, it, I mean, Taylor Swift has brought drama to some mundane games uh, that the Chiefs play. I mean, every game is not the Super Bowl, and they, I mean, they were playing somebody on Christmas Day, and I mean, I'm mild, I had some mild interest. Uh, are they going to show Taylor Swift? I mean, football games are not that exciting. Exactly, and, what, and the other thing I was going to bring up, and I can't remember the guy's name, but I, I saw him, and he was he was breaking it all down, and he was like, these people act like they're so upset. I just want to watch football. Well, in that whole football game that they had just played, I think it's like three and a half hours to four yeah. hours, you know, a football game. They actually showed her for 20 seconds, the whole game. Well, what's underneath all this, Diane, is, as you and most people know, there, there's, there's a political angle here because of her boyfriend. Yes, and, I know that too. And, and that, She's and a very by the influential way, and powerful I, woman. Yeah, I don't mind. I agree. And, and I mean, I, it, it's really ridiculous. And uh, the fact that uh, the Super Bowl is, is, is the most overhyped event of the year, and now the media at least has something else to talk about other than the stupid commercials. Right, exactly. Which exactly. Aren't very good, I, I'd like usually. to tell you a little story. The last time I called, if you have a little bit of time, I told you I, I, that I, I know Dolly, okay? Right. Do you remember back in the 80s when Dolly was just so hot? You know, she was everywhere on every sure. magazine, rag, mag, everything. Well, I have a funny story. You know, she's Miley Cyrus's godmother, and how she became her godmother was because Billy Ray, after he had that achy, breaky heart, well, she hired him to be her opening act. And his wife was pregnant with Miley at the time. Oh my goodness! Well, he got so he yeah he got so devastated because they were on the cover of I don't know National Enquirer or whatever because he was opening for her. Oh, they were having an affair. You're listening to the Paul Feinbaum Show podcast.